0: Hey guys, thanks for joining us. It's the fourth of September 2019. Make sure you like and subscribe to our YouTube video. We really appreciate it. It'll help us out a lot uh for to continue making these. Uh you could catch our other or our, the same podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Uh I've been getting kinda tired of doing our little intro, Perry, so I'm gonna let someone else do it.
1: Let's do it. What's up, it's Alexander Madison, running back from the Minnesota Vikings, and you're watching Clock Management.
0: Yeah, so I'm Justin.
1: And I'm Perry, and I do have to say, Justin,
0: I almost you look, said I'm Perry.
1: Well, I was gonna say you look really good today.
0: No, oh, that's part of it.
1: Yeah, it's uh, good to know that while serving our country, your hair looks that good.
0: Thank you. It's an important part. You got to look the part, you know.
1: Yeah, I know. It's I'm impressed right now.
0: Yeah, I got to be professional at work, uh, and that way I could come home and relax and uh, talk about my hatred for uh, uh, T.J. Yeldon.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> it was really abrasive. I know we're two shows out from that moment, but man, I'm still in shock with yeah. how brutal that TJ Yeldon treatment was.
0: I've actually heard both sides of this from people uh, who have talked to me about it. Uh, I, I'm not the only one, apparently.
1: <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> it's,
0: it's odd. Yeah. But uh, what's new? What's going on with you, Perry? What's new over there?
1: Man. Uh, so in my. Personal life just got back from PAX. Yeah, it was an exhausting four days. I had a great time. Uh, I need to tell everyone I need this podcast to blow up because if I spend that much money on video game merchandise, I'm going to need to be like podcast rich,
0: right? Uh,
1: in order to support get that, that
0: podcast money.
1: Yeah, but I will say it is fun to be back. It's fun to get back in the routine. Uh, I've I got my pre workout going because the news is dropping hard and fast right now people are getting paid uh we'll cover who's getting paid here in just a moment uh but what's new with you justin you're on your lunch break right now
0: yeah i'm actually yeah on my lunch break uh from work uh we had to get this podcast in you know like i I got these priorities and uh i can't let you guys down
1: dude with the news that's dropping today we couldn't we couldn't wait even
0: even with the news that no one cares about dropping like it's, there's hotness.
1: Well, I mean when you when you told me what the news no one cares about was, I was like we need to do it right now.
0: And also, I know the the season's starting tomorrow. Uh super excited about that. So, I've been uh getting ready for the season as well. I know the player's been prepping. So, yeah. You know, I am starting with a slice of pizza here uh to get into this, you know, football season. You don't want to start out with a full pizza and then you, you know, you you're going to pull something. <laughs> oh my god
1: all right speaking of players let's move on from that weird comp uh you want to tell us about the the person that just uh introduced the, the show today
0: go ahead my full.
1: you're actually eating during the podcast <laughs> i took a Listen big to this, bite guys. of pizza now now you know i'm the true pro all right i'm the guy that runs this show uh, Alexander Madison guys rookie running back for the Vikings I've brought him up on this show before. We're really really happy and thankful that uh, he was willing to introduce the show for us um, but uh, Alexander Madison really talented young player he doesn't own that backfield in in uh, Minnesota yet Dalvin Cook is still there Dalvin Cook is still young Dalvin Cook is still good
0: yeah uh, we, we briefly talked about uh, talked about him when we were uh, you gave me uh cook to uh compare against another player and we were talking about if if cook goes down he i mean that's great like that's a great situation for him and he's a very talented running back so he can handle that role
1: and i mean even if cook doesn't go down madison still has value he's talented he's a really good player on a good team right he's gonna see work I mean, we're crazy to think, you know, he's not going to touch the ball, and Dalvin Cook's going to get it three downs every set of downs, right? So yeah,
0: your camera's uh, bouncing a little bit, Perry.
1: Oh, sorry, I, I'm getting excited. <laughs> I know, I'm, I'm pounding the table. <laughs> it's uh, a pre-workout, Alexander man. Madison. Yeah, the pre-workout, Alexander Madison. The news today, I I'm slamming the table. Um, so, anyways, with with Madison definitely try and own him you know if if you're in a 10 team league or higher he's worth owning in my opinion uh stash him if you're in a dynasty league uh with anybody that has half a brain he's already owned uh go grab him man see if you can grab him for cheap or something so um yeah i am excited that he was willing to do that and and uh and he's fantasy relevant for sure
0: yeah uh and like i said if cook goes down he's gonna be a superstar like He's oh, yeah. going to fly up into like stardom. So. I think
1: at the at the very worst, if Cook goes down, Madison's a, a RB two. Yeah, so that's, that's what, at the very worst. In my notes,
0: worst. I put uh back in RB one, front in uh, RB two.
1: Yeah. So, um, yeah, go out there look at look at Alexander Madison. Give him some love. Tell him clock management sent you uh, on Twitter. <laughs> if you pick him up, <laughs> he'll appreciate it. Yeah. All right, you want to do news uh, News we care about
0: first? Yeah, uh, let's do it, yeah.
1: Okay, so the big news, the big, big news. We've been waiting for it. Ezekiel Elliott has signed his deal. The deal is uh, agreed upon. Uh, I don't know if you've seen the numbers, Justin, but they are out of control.
0: Yes. They are
1: out of control. Man, you know what? Not winning a Super Bowl for the next six years really costs a lot. <laughs>
0: You know those uh, those non Super Bowls are expensive.
1: Yeah, so that's six years, I believe, for ninety million, fifty million guaranteed. Yeah, it's
0: and it's a six year extension. The yeah. so the entire contract is one hundred and eight million, meaning he's the first player on the Cowboys to ever be paid over a hundred million dollars. All right, <laughs> uh, uh, but good yes, for him. So- yeah, horrible for Pollard owners out there.
1: Yeah, I've already seen Pollard dropped in a couple leagues. He yep. should be he should be dropped um, unless you own Zeke, you know, and you want to, you want a handcuff. I, I don't necessarily think Pollard is one of those handcuffs you need to own because Zeke doesn't really have an injury history, right? So that's yeah,
0: tragic if you're a Pollard owner. Just I would drop him. And, yeah, uh, and pick up Madison.
1: Man, if Madison's available, I, I would agree with that. Yeah, I, Zeke, he doesn't obviously he, anybody could get injured at any moment, but I don't expect Zeke to get injured uh, anytime this season. Uh, you know, obviously a freak accident happens, but he's a pretty sturdy guy. He's going to get tons of work. um I do, and I have seen reports. I expect it, and I've seen reports that he's not going to get a ton of work week one. Uh, I wouldn't expect it. Pollard will probably get some work week one. That's so, so
0: weird because he said he was in the best shape of his life in Cabo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, he
1: spent six weeks in Cabo, not with the team. So <laughs> uh, Pollard will might actually get some good looks week one. So yeah. if you wanted to, you could hold on to him. Pollard scores a touchdown or something crazy like that. I'm, trade him personally
0: yeah i i'm not even i wouldn't even I try to play that that game i would just try and get who's available while they're still available uh sure uh, sure that's just me personally uh i don't know either of them yeah <laughs> so i don't know
1: so. you know you and i have both been saying all see all offseason like avoid this backfield because you just don't know what's going to happen with zeke so he's there if you got him i think you'll end up being happy with him by the end of the season. You'll be happy with him during the season. Congratulations, it worked out for you. It works out for fantasy, uh, but I don't think it works out long term for the Cowboys. So we've covered all that uh, recently when it comes to paying running backs, so we won't go into it uh, to too much detail. Um, next uh, piece of news I want to talk about was the Melvin Gordon uh, news. The Chargers have given permission to Melvin Gordon and his camp to seek a trade uh, and find a trade partner. The latest trade that I've heard about was an offer from the Eagles involving Jordan Howard and a mid-round pick. Um, They shot that down. The reports are that they want a first and fifth round pick, essentially, or first round value and a fifth round value pick. So, um, you know, I think what's interesting here regarding the Eagles news is that they're willing to deal Jordan Howard away. Uh I think that they maybe aren't going to use him as much as we thought possibly. So yeah,
0: but I mean that that's exactly what me and you were saying recently is uh yeah. we expect Miles Sanders to to take that job from him. Uh yeah. so I'm not shocked by this news at all. The only thing that uh I did did make me think was maybe like are they not that confident in Miles Sanders to, to take that workload.
1: Yeah, maybe. I well, I mean, it also could be getting a guy like Yeah, uh, Melvin Gordon. You know that talent, it's just like, who cares what we have? Let's go get the talent. So
0: Yeah, and I, that that was the other thing is like I was talking about how the Eagles love their running back by committees. And they would love to throw another great running back into that committee.
1: Yeah. So uh I mean Obviously, he's not going there unless they offer more. So it's a moot point. But um, I think Melvin Gordon will be traded. Uh, it'll happen. I don't think he'll be fantasy relevant right off the bat when it happens. But if you've got him, hold on to him for the I, most part, I unless, unless somebody just unless somebody offers him you
0: in a league last night. Yeah, uh, I got him in the ninth round.
1: Boom, that's a win.
0: That's awesome right there. Yeah.
1: Because he will be fantasy relevant. He just won't be early on. Um, ben, uh, our, the physical therapist we had on the show, you guys, if you haven't seen that episode, please go check it out. Uh, it was a really good episode. That's, a lot of great That's insight. my
0: favorite episode that we've done. Personally. Yeah, it
1: was so, so much fun and all the information we went over actually became relevant. So um, anyways, moving on. Ben sent me a text last night trading away melvin gordon and aj green but he's getting uh anthony miller and he's getting um he was getting running back oh i just lost my train of thought i'll pull it up here just a second like i i
0: I love melvin gordon just as a player i think he's a huge talent uh he's well-rounded so he really like he could go to any team basically because he's so well-rounded it it really uh, opens up the the trade for him.
1: Yeah, it looks like he's sending away Melvin Gordon. Uh, he's sending away um, AJ Green. He's getting Anthony Miller and he's getting Dalvin Cook. He texted oh, me that I trade. That. I know he texted me that trade. He's like, should I do this? And I was like, absolutely, you should do that. <laughs> he's in a dynasty league. Uh, oh my I, god, I, even better. I was yeah. I was like, absolutely, do that. I said, as long as Dalvin Cook doesn't get hurt, you won that trade instantly and anthony miller you and i both like anthony miller sure and i like like anthony, we
0: were just I, saying just pick up madison and even if he uh, i literally texted yeah then <laughs> this, you're good yeah, this no is, matter what
1: this is the text conversation that ben and i had last night i said go yeah. get madison uh and he said he's already owned as like trade for him get yes. madison uh because then you own that backfield for the next four yeah, years And right
0: now you're not gonna have to trade a lot to get madison but no. the return and that shores up that backfield for him, and it's a great young player. Uh, yeah. It, it's yeah. Go ahead and do that. Um, yep, definitely. And we we're definitely going to have to come up with a nickname because I can't keep saying Alexander Madison every time. It's just too many syllables there. We're going to have to I'm, shorten that up.
1: When you when you text me about him, you said Alexander and Alexander Hamilton. Oh so we my just god! Can, yeah, we can I, just start calling him the founding father.
0: Right? I love it. <laughs> I love it.
1: He could be the founding father of your of your uh, my, dynasty. Too. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, let's move on here to some more news. Jared Goff signing a deal, uh, four years, one hundred thirty-four million dollar extension. Uh, it includes one hundred and ten million guaranteed. That's a historic deal.
0: Yeah, who would have uh, saw that coming during the Jeff Fisher days?
1: Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Listen, I I like Jared Goff. I think in this current uh, day and age, if you have a consistent, uh, young, talented quarterback. You need to lock it down. Uh, you, we don't pay running backs. Don't overpay wide receivers, but pay your quarterbacks, right? And then pay your offensive line, and then you'll win championships. So uh, good good news for Jared Goff. Happy for him. Do, do you think it as a, a good call in the Rams for giving him that much money?
0: Oh, yeah, like with the quarterback, yeah. Uh, I'm fine with it. The quarterback's going to yeah. get paid. It's not something where they're the highest paid quarterback breaking the bank. It's a lot of money, but yeah. It's worth it.
1: I uh I will say though, it them throwing 134 million at him and still having to deal with that Todd Gurley contract. I mean, it just falls back on that, man. Like Yeah.
0: That that's exactly. It's like the Cowboys must not be looking outside of their team at all because if you look over at the Rams, they're looking at their future.
1: Yeah, and Unless they can offload that Todd Gurley contract, I don't know if they're going to win a Super Bowl with this team. You know, I think the whole goal with paying Todd Gurley and paying Jared Goff.
0: With them and the Cowboys, if they don't win this year, then they're not winning for years.
1: Yeah, it's that's probably true. I mean, you hate to say it, but it's just the fact now. That you got to pay the the non skill position guys. You need to bring in those guys to win a championship. And, right?
0: Like, yeah. The quarterback and look at Andrew Luck. He didn't. They didn't pay any offensive linemen, and now look at him. Like he is retiring yeah. from the NFL. What? What yeah. are the you know Cowboys or Rams going to do if that same situation happens with these players? They just offered giant contracts to. Yeah. Right? You now all that money's gone, and you yeah. just, it, like. It's just not smart.
1: Yeah. And that's a great segue into my next news, which is Jacoby Brissett getting a, a contract extension. Not huge money, but obviously they're committed to this guy. They 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 see a future in him. Uh it's reported that they're giving him a lot of freedom with calling audibles, uh, giving him some or him giving some input on the playbook. I think that's actually good news. I know you and I both had gut reactions that we were down, down, down I still on the, the Colts and I I'm not up on the Colts now, (laughs) but I will say they scare me a little less. Um,
0: no, no, and that's like I said, right after this happened, uh, Mariota is still the fourth best quarterback in their division. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I,
1: I, yeah, Mariota. I mean, and I'm not saying that Mariota's like,
0: I'm not trying to say that he's garbage or anything Mm -hmm. like that. I, I actually think, uh, um, what Brissett is a decent quarterback not amazing but a decent quarterback
1: yeah for sure i i think he'll do okay now ty hilton i still don't want him as my overall wide receiver my number one wide receiver right i still don't want marlon mack as my number one running back i still don't want either of the tight ends period if i can help it um so it not a whole lot's changed, but uh, my gut reaction has eased a little bit, and I'm not quite as scared of the Colts. Um, let's see. Next piece of news was uh, Odell, be- Odell Beckham Jr. says that he's ready for week one. I guess this the reason this is news to me is because I didn't even know that he wasn't ready for week one or that he might not be ready for week one. So uh, I guess it's good to hear.
0: yeah he didn't I I remember hearing he didn't practice I just don't remember hearing why like anything that made me concerned about it in any way
1: right I think that I when I heard he wasn't practicing it was like uh you know he's just a little sore and they don't want to to lose him or something yeah
0: exactly that's how I looked at it
1: yeah uh Le'Veon Bell tells Adam Gase uh don't hold back basically I guess uh, everybody's expecting him to get a ton of work. Uh, so I, I don't know if this was really news, but it's, in, it's good to hear that. I guess the coach and the running back are both giving the same off season talk. Uh, I know a lot of times running backs will be like, I'm going to run for 3000 yards this season. Just watch. Uh, but so we, we, we kind of discount a lot that, a lot of what's said by these guys in the offseason. But they both seem to be on the same page of wanting to ride Le'Veon Bell. Uh, and the offense just runs through him. So if you own Le'Veon Bell, I think that's good news. I, I would be happy about that. Do you own Le'Veon Bell in any leagues? Uh, in our main league. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. You want to trade, don't, you don't trade back.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who was your first pick?
1: Uh, Alvin Kamara. Yeah, let's trade Okay, we'll talk about it after. Probably not, though. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Matt Burita, uh is gonna take on the starter role for week one. Kind of a surprise to me. Yeah, this see- is a
0: definite surprise. Like, uh, I, I did not see this coming. Uh, I I don't know. Like, I I'm not sure how I feel about it. I need to go back and watch their preseason tape because, yeah, this isn't. That's not what I remember. I remember. Coleman looking great.
1: Yeah, I wonder if Coleman's dealing with like a nagging, like little injury or something like that, um, or if maybe the, you know they're just starting Burita, but Coleman's going to still get the majority of the work. Being being a starter, I mean that just means you're in for the first play. That's all that means.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but I mean, from what I read, they said that Burita would be getting more carries. Uh, yeah. I don't know. We'll see. But uh, if you drafted Burita, you got some great late value there.
1: Yeah, extremely good value. And if you still are drafting, like you're drafting tonight, burrito, go Burita. Right, you're gonna get him so much later. Just whichever one goes second, take that one.
0: Yeah, still great value. Uh, Yeah. I don't know if you covered this, but uh, also uh, in the on that same team, they put out that uh, Dante Pettis is going to be. starter he's, yeah wide receiver one
1: yeah uh i think while that right on the surface you're like good news he's a starter uh really think about it as like what well duh why wouldn't he be right why would we well, be worried about yeah, that
0: Yeah, remember they did have those reports that came out at that, one point that's that what i'm saying right to make the team uh, right that's what
1: i'm saying if, if if a player that we all expected to start we need to be told that he's going to be starting that means there was issues
0: well, so no, there so were issues. I, I was reading that the coaching staff was telling him that in order to motivate him to play better. Okay. And I feel like I would be so pissed off if that were the case. Be like, you told me I wasn't going to make the team, and now I'm the wide receiver one. Like, I don't trust anything you tell me now.
1: Yeah, that's weird. I don't know if I like that type of coaching. but Yeah, I do well, not. Yeah. You know, I'm sitting here in a chair uh, <laughs> at a computer, and I'm not on the field coaching anybody. So, what do I know, really? Um, you're no Darius, Jeff Fisher. I'm well. You know, actually, I am a Jeff Fisher right now because he doesn't have a job. Yeah, so well, now, <laughs> <laughs> I could just shave the beard, and I'd have a Jeff Fisher stash. And oh god, I mean, yes, I could get hired by the the Bengals, and that would work out just well because the Bengals don't know what they're doing either. So
0: yeah, uh, you could be there for eight years.
1: <laughs> uh last piece of news I, that i wanted to cover and that's because we've kind of discussed this backfield and the like uncertainty that it is darius Geis is officially the week one starter i think you and i were both predicting that it would be adrian peterson uh and it's not it's darius Geis. Is it, are you surprised by that
0: Uh, I am, but I'm excited about it. I think that's great news uh, because he had the reason why I had Adrian Peterson was guys had complications with his recovery. uh, And so he's ahead of schedule on his recovery, and they say he's ready to go for week one, which I did not expect. So um, uh, that's awesome. Darius,
1: guys, he's talented, man. I know you were really, really high on Darius, guys. I'm back Uh, in. You're back in, yeah. I. (laughs) I think it's great for fantasy as a fantasy fan I'm I'm happy about this because un- unfortunately for Adrian Peterson and and for us had he been the starter his fantasy career is it is coming to an end here pretty quickly. I mean he seems to prove me wrong every year, but Darius Guy should be fantasy relevant longer than Adrian Peterson will be. So I think it's good news. I'm happy to see it. I hope he has a great season. I I like seeing players do well. So yeah, so that's all the news that I wanted to cover. Did you have anything that I missed there? Or?
0: Um, well, let me – oh, shoot. I said – oh, there it is. Uh, there was another wide receiver that I, – I can't remember who it was now that uh, came out uh, that was also on, uh, listed as a starter that was a surprise. Uh, shoot, I wish I could remember. I'll get into it next week. Uh, okay. <clears throat> so I got some news that no one cares about, though. It's a pretty here awesome we week for this. Here we go. So, I'm going to start this out where I feel like we have to at this point. Antonio Brown. <laughs> Antonio Brown. Here we go again. Uh he he recently posted an Instagram post that he was upset about the fines he received for not showing up to work uh while he was filing his grievances, multiple grievances about not being able to wear his old helmet and this i find this hilarious because like i mean if i were to not show up to work like not only do i not get a paycheck i literally go to jail (laughs) (laughs) but he's upset because he he didn't get he got a fine for not playing for or for not showing up to work poor antonio brown you
1: mean there are consequences for his actions?
0: Yeah, apparently. Yeah.
1: How how unfair! You think you would they, have
0: learned that from not wearing the right uh, foot protection?
1: Don't they know he's a celebrity?
0: <laughs> I know. It's like, but I I'm supposed to be allowed to act this way.
1: Yeah, I'm supposed to behave like a child.
0: But also, Maybe that's mean. Maybe Positive that's mean. news: Antonio Brown selected a new helmet. Congratulations, everyone! If you got your input into him. Uh, he did not take my advice and go with the old leather helmets. So. I, uh,
1: this is good news for me. I own him. I'm glad, okay, at least he's going to wear a helmet, so I know he'll survive more than one play.
0: <laughs> I mean, at least his head. We, we'll see how his feet do.
1: Yeah. Hey, man, there have been no reports about his feet in the last two weeks, okay? That means his feet are fine.
0: <laughs> we'll see. I hope so. But... Um, <laughs> Oh, next piece of news no one cares about. Wide receiver Muhammad Sanu. He stays in the headlines that no one cares about. Uh <laughs> he can throw the ball further than twenty-eight NFL quarterbacks.
1: Yeah, I hear this I heard this uh upped his Madden rating. It did, actually, yeah, <laughs> which yeah. is hilarious. They
0: updated his Madden Madden rating yesterday because of this. I'm That's like, awesome. Yeah. I'm not sure why that matters for a wide receiver uh in Madden. Uh, apparently
1: and, it does though so
0: yeah like I, thinking back like from my madden days i i can't remember having any plays where i did like a throw to a, a wide receiver or a lateral uh and so then i think through the ball
1: i think in this madden there's a new like play selection where it's like throw away the playbook uh and you're allowed to do stuff like that i don't know i never play madden so what do i know
0: yeah I i might have to Play a demo or something. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right. Is that uh, all? No. Definitely got? not. All right. So, oh, boy,
0: this one's a good one. Cam Newton breaks the world rec- world record for one handed catches in one minute. <laughs> yeah. Cam. Yeah. Cam Newton. Not Odell. Yeah. He got a cup. Cam Newton. They they Odell previously had the record.
1: Oh, and Jarvis wow.
0: Landry be t- before Odell Oh wow. Now. Okay. Uh, but yeah, Cam Newton broke it. Uh they even took a couple away because he tucked them into his body when he caught it and used his body to secure the ball. That but doesn't count. Broke, yeah. You know? Yeah, so he broke con- the record still though.
1: Can confirm, does not count.
0: Yep. Uh and then last piece of news no one cares about. Melvin Gordon posts a picture on his Instagram, I think it was, may have been Twitter, in support of the women's soccer team with the hashtag, no pay, no play. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that's shameful,
1: man. That's taking a good cause and just turning it to benefit you. That's shameful. (laughs) right? Shame on you, Melvin Gordon. Shame on you.
0: He later said that he didn't realize the irony of it when he posted it.
1: Oh, I'm sure he didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Shame on you, Melvin Gordon.
0: I, I know. I'm like, come on, man.
1: Jeez.
0: Yeah. He, he was getting jealous of uh, Zeke being in all these headlines, had to steal some of that, you know, shine.
1: Yeah, I guess I, so. I,
0: I, would you call that shine? Or?
1: He's just upset because people want women's soccer to get paid, but they don't want him to get paid. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. Gosh. All right. So uh that's all I got for the news no one cares about. Let's uh let's talk yeah. some benefiting your league here, Barry.
1: Yeah, yeah. So today we're going to talk about two two main topics. Uh one of those topics is how to make your league better, right? How to improve your league experience for you and your your league mates. So, uh we've got a couple ideas that have worked for us. Um couple ideas that Uh, may work for you may not work for you your league it's all about uh, how your league works so every league's unique so um, the first one I'll I'll just jump off right here Justin the first one and I think the most important one is to um, go to half point PPR some kind of PPR league Uh, I know a lot of people that have been playing for a long time have played standard is what we call it where there are no points per reception and uh, I'm not about that life man I'm looking for something better
0: we switched ours a couple years ago to a uh, half point ppr uh when we first did the move i wasn't happy about it uh, yeah i loved standard i i think I, i'm like i like to think i'm traditional in uh uh-huh. <laughs> in uh fantasy football aspects uh so i i was against it i was like no this is how things are this is how i do all my rankings this is i was set in my ways at that point yeah. And then we move to half-point PPR, and I love it. Uh, it yeah. You can find value in players who normally wouldn't have value, uh, and it just makes it more exciting.
1: I think it makes it more competitive. Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: Because uh, running backs, like, why draft a wide receiver early at all when there's running backs on the board? I know.
1: Going going zero running back strategy and standard is like a death sentence, whereas in in half-point PPR – you could win your league doing that. So, I love half point PPR. I think PPR is a little too much for me. Um, and, and
0: even if you want to go to PPR, don't jump directly into it with your league. Go to half point first, ease into yeah. it cuz people are people are like me where <laughs> they're going to like they're afraid of that change. And if yeah. you just go full bore into it, they're going to rebe- they're going to rebel against it. They're going to be like this isn't fun. I quit. And they're just going to stop playing. So just transition. Have a transition period, a, year, a couple of years at least.
1: Yeah, I think just just to give you an example, Jarvis Landry in Standard is almost unstartable, right? In half point PPR, he becomes a value and almost a must start. So it, it you know it just gives more value to players. It doesn't take away from any players really. All it does is add value to players that might not have it before that. So
0: yeah, and tight ends.
1: Tight ends become more valuable and that the depth of tight end becomes much, much deeper. There's more running backs that become relevant, right? Tevin Coleman is a really good example. Yeah,
0: Melvin Uh, Gordon
1: even. Duke Johnson. Yeah. Last, like, you know, so I think it's more fun. There's more uh, opportunity for you to find find, uh, value on the depth chart, to find value in your draft, to find value on uh, waivers. So half point PPR. Uh, is a really good change. And that is a perfect segue into the next way to improve your league, which is to vote on league changes. Um, So if you you are considering going to half-point PPR, vote on a league change.
0: Yeah, like uh, in our league, uh, people submit uh, at the end of the season when it's still fresh in their mind, they can submit any changes that they want for our league. Um, Uh And then before the next season starts, uh, when we meet up all together, to uh, we we all meet up together and we do a vote on whether we want these changes. Like uh, the commissioner will read off the changes, like hey, this is up proposed as a change. We'll read it and if P- then everyone votes right there, and it's either approved or not approved, and everyone's happy. Even that's how we switched to half point PPR. I voted against it and it we we changed to it and I was perfectly fine with it because most people wanted to do it
1: yeah i i uh, i mean that's like you just said that's how we do all our changes and we've had things turned down we had half point ppr turned down before and then we made that switch and we've had things get passed that we then reverted back from and i think having everybody involved in it makes the yeah. experience more important for everyone. Everybody becomes more
0: invested. Yeah, I'm going I'm a segue onto that. I think doing a, a live draft is important. Uh, Definitely, so because, much fun. Yeah, if possible, I know some you know some leagues you have people all over the country and you can't make it happen. But if you can, do a live draft. I mean, the whole point of playing fantasy football is to get together with your friends and compete yeah. against them and have fun. At the end of the day, I know we break down all these analytics and make it seem like it's not fun, but that's because that's what we have fun doing because we're weird. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it's go, to beat your friends.
1: Yeah, go to, go to a bar, go to a friend's house, go somewhere and do a live draft. Have a a draft board hung up on the wall, right? That is so much fun. I love doing that.
0: Yeah, make it an Be- event,
1: yeah, I love doing that. You, know, you, we take a picture of the uh, of the draft board, and then I'm able to look through and like see my team and where everybody was picked. I, it's so much fun.
0: I, I dress uh, up for the draft every year. Yeah,
1: you and I dressed up one year. Are you, you me? You and my wife. We all dressed up. I, you know, I had a tie on. I looked good. Yeah, we
0: suited up. Yeah.
1: Yeah, we did. Uh, it's it's really fun. I recommend it to to everyone. So um, live draft. Definitely worth it. Definitely something that you should consider doing. I had a,
0: uh, a space doing. cat theme one year for my outfit. It was, <laughs> it was a weird year.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what What was the, the next? Oh, um. so keeping everybody invested in the league, right? I think everybody should find a third-party application or whatever you'd like to call it for communicating within the league. Uh, a good way to, you know, talk trash with your league mates. I uh, at that. Yeah, I know if, a lot of people. If you guys ever
0: want to practice, just let me know, message me whatever you want. We could we'll just go back and forth.
1: I think uh, people a lot of people use Slack. We personally use Discord. Um other people use Facebook. Uh whatever it may be, Skype Find a way to communicate outside of the the fantasy football app. Um, it's just not the best communication tool. I don't think we've had one that's been really been good, and we've no. we've been on two, two or three different. Three, uh,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. So um, use a third party app to communicate. It'll keep people more invested. Start talking smack. Um, I don't know. Treat it. Treat it serious, right? If you care, the people around you will care
0: yeah yeah i i completely agree like you keep everyone invested in it uh because like you got to remember uh like it's a group event you're doing this with your friends so yeah. take part in it you know make it fun have fun with your friends that's what this is really all about so i can't like that's that's the biggest thing is make everyone involved and bring everyone in make everyone have fun with it uh, we yeah. do punishments and stuff for our our last place, like trophy. Like if you don't bring the trophy to the draft uh, for last place or first place, then we'll do a punishment for you. Uh, yeah, things like that. Like it, you don't want to be cruel to anyone, uh, but you know, like maybe a rose jäger bomb or something.
1: A ro- okay, and yeah, rose jäger bomb, rose Zager bomb. <laughs> Write it down. <laughs> Ruin somebody's night. Go ahead. Uh, (laughs) the, the next thing I wanted to talk about kind of on the same line as the punishments is come up with a really creative, fun way to decide the draft order. Uh, we have a different competition every year to decide the draft order. Um, most recently we're, you know, we're all getting older. We all have, you know, our lives happening. It's harder to get together. So Justin came up with the idea of having eight different types of boxes uh, or containers. I don't know if you can call them boxes. <laughs> yeah. And and everybody picked a container that they wanted, and then that container contained their their draft pick. Uh, the containers were a PlayStation, the original PlayStation. Uh, a first aid kit, a wine bottle, a box of mac and cheese, right? It was just fun. It was silly. It took, you know, almost no effort on anybody's part but Justin's who put it together. Um, But everybody had fun with it. And and when we did get together for the draft, we were all laughing about it. You know, my wife took the mac and cheese and she was (laughs) more excited about the mac and cheese (laughs) when she got home from work than the pick, right? She made that box of mac and cheese immediately. But the wine bottle was an empty recycled wine bottle and our buddy that got that
0: was upset, you know? (laughs) He thought it was an actual bottle of wine, so uh, it it was really fun. My wife was excited because she got to drink that bottle of wine. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I know one year uh, we all made we went to
1: one of the little tourist towns here in Washington, and we all made a a scavenger hunt list and then traded them amongst each other, and we all had an hour to go out and take a selfie with all the things on this list. It was hilarious. You know, we got we get to this place, get
0: pictures with people too and they're like what are you doing i had around a scroll and your phone
1: (laughs) yeah i had to carry i had to do a shot of tequila at 10 o'clock in the morning had to convince a bar to open early and then give me tequila you know so it was a lot of fun it was hilarious and
0: i had to get a selfie with someone's sandals
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I I would highly recommend coming up with a creative way to set your draft order. I know the whole like, well, I got last place, so I want first pick. The, okay, that well, that's fine in in like maybe a dynasty league where yeah. that matters, but in a redraft league, forget like, that. Yeah, it doesn't Do matter. Something yeah. Do something fun. Do something a Mario pick. A Mario Kart tournament. Yeah, we actually uh, did
0: a video game turn, or I guess it was, that was that year we did a multitude of things. We had like eight different, everyone chose yeah. one thing, and I yeah. chose Mario Kart for to be I, like my one competition.
1: I chose croquet, and I dominated like I thought I would, so. Oh yeah,
0: we did mini golf at a brewery, too, one year. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. It's a lot of fun. So. I dressed um, up
0: as a golf, like an old school golfer. Yeah, I won that one too. I got but. third, was surprising because uh, I had golfed one time before that in my life.
1: <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh, <laughs> did you have any other ways to improve a league, Justin?
0: No, I think that pretty much covers. Uh, yeah, ways to make your league more fun and just overall experience, you know.
1: Yeah. I think uh, I think we can move on to the next thing that we're going to talk about today, and that's common mistakes that you can avoid uh, early on in the league as a player, or even throughout the entire season, uh, especially if you're a new fantasy player, or even a returning fa- fantasy player, common mistakes you can avoid to improve your season. Um, and I've got quite a few here, I don't know how many you've got, Justin, but...
0: I, I only you... wrote down a few, uh, a couple uh, okay. for this. Uh I'm going to throw one out though that I think is the biggest one. Uh okay. to me this is the most important. Uh don't overreact. Week 1. Yeah. Don't don't overreact. Uh yeah. there's going to be a player who's going to get two touchdowns and yep. he's going to be on nobody's roster and there's a reason he's on nobody's roster and then everyone's going to be trying to get that player. They're going to be going out dropping some valuable people to get that player. Yeah, And he's going to never see that end zone again.
1: Yeah, it, it happens every year. People will blow the, the number one waiver priority on a player that, just like you described, they have a huge first week and then they're terrible. They're terrible the rest of the season. So just trust listen the
0: process. To,
1: trust us, right? We will be giving out our top waivers each week, people to target, uh, why we're targeting them. You know what situation you should be in to target that player. Listen to the podcast. Well, just don't overreact. I, just like Justin said, that's a re- that's really good advice. Um, I was going to give the advice of read your league's rules and scoring uh, settings very carefully. Know exactly what you're working with. Now we already we've talked about half point PPR PPR standard. We've talked about that. Yeah. But there are I know we set rules for kickers in our league to make kickers more relevant. Uh, you know, if they kick a 30 yard field goal or 30 to 39, they get three points, 40 to 49, they get four points, 50 plus they get five points, right? That sounds extreme, but it makes kickers relevant. It makes it more fun picking your kicker. They're still, they're still very annoying and kickers shouldn't be in fantasy football, but but they, but they are. So we, we set rules like that. So
0: yeah,
1: pay attention to those sort of things. When do waivers go through? right? If you put a waiver in on Tuesday, does it go through Wednesday morning? Does it wait till Thursday? Does it know when your waiver is going to go through?
0: Yeah. As a commissioner, like the the most annoying thing for me is me getting text messages from people who are like, I put in a waiver for this guy. Why didn't I get him? I'm like, you could read the rules like they're on there for you to read them. If you read those rules, you'll understand why you didn't get him. Uh, yeah. You know, maybe someone had a higher waiver who also put in for him. If you don't understand yeah. why they had a higher waiver, that's in the rules. You could read how yeah. the waiver priority works. Like I'm not yeah. deciding as the commissioner. I'm not like you get this player. You get this player. I, yeah. I don't care what player you pick up off the waiver wire unless, of course, I'm trying to get him. Then then, yeah, I get him. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that That's a really good segue to my next point is pay attention to waivers even if you didn't pick anybody up that week right you didn't put in any waivers you're fine don't want any of those players you want to save that ad drop if you have limited ad drops like we do which I, I wouldn't recommend to be completely honest with you but
0: yeah if i was starting a new league i want to do that
1: yeah uh but but pay attention to the ad drops right because with every player picked up a player is dropped and sometimes players get dropped that shouldn't be dropped uh Kinsey dropped a tight end I think she dropped Zach Ertz the year maybe no she dropped Travis Kelsey the year he blew up right not not recommended right it was a mistake on her part that's fine right she made a mistake but somebody went out and got Travis Kelsey off waiver wires now I'm not saying that's going to happen this year Travis Kelsey but it could be the next Travis Kelsey yeah so just I when no I literally,
0: no one... uh check our waiver or go onto our league and look to see who got dropped as soon as I wake up the exactly. morning that waivers went through. Yes. Uh, which which uh, this actually is something that uh, I think I should have brought up in the last part, uh, how to improve your league. Uh, we don't do it in our league. It's something I want to do. I'm going to bring it up to possibly change this uh, next year. Uh, heads up, everyone. So... Uh, <laughs> we got uh with our waivers like as soon as those waivers go through then a free agency uh round basically opens so mm-hmm. if you just drop Travis Kelsey and I'm the first one awake I'm picking up Travis Kelsey and I yeah. now I have Travis Kelsey and I got him for free um so how to make your league more competitive and more fun cuz everyone has different schedules we're all adults with different schedules uh, it, you don't want it to benefit one person, like if, just because I'm the first one awake, I get all the good players that got dropped. Uh, right. So you should make it so each one of those. There's a 24-hour period where waivers go through each day at a certain time. Uh, probably mm-hmm. like before. I'd say we're on West Coast time, so 9 a.m. So that way, on Sunday, they go through an hour before the football games start.
1: Yeah. Uh, I, I think that's awesome. I think that's a great idea because you being in the military, you wake up very early to go to work and I get beat to waivers all the time. You know, I, I start work early or I was, you know, I was starting work at seven thirty. but yet you're up so much earlier than me and you're still, you just get your first dibs on those players. So yeah. that's a great, great idea. Uh, I haven't thought about that, but I like it a lot. Uh, another, another, uh, I don't know if this is a mistake or what it may, how we could categorize it, but it's kind of in the same realm of know the rules. Uh, it's know the the big red injury letters next to the players, right? If you're new to fantasy football, it's important to know what those letters mean in regards to setting your lineup. Those are those letters are IR, which would be injured reserve, right? That player is not playing; they're don't, placed on injured put reserve. Don't
0: them on your team. Drop him.
1: Right. Or if you have an injured reserve spot in a dynasty league, put them in that spot. Uh, o is out. They are not playing that week. Uh, D is doubtful. It's doubtful that they're going to play that week. Questionable is Q. Uh, probable is P. So, obviously. They've I removed
0: and, uh, probable NFL as.
1: Oh, the NFL's removed probable. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. That's nice. So right?
1: So, I guess questionable is now what we're working with.
0: Yeah. okay
1: thank you that way to make it even more clear uh nfl good job um basically know know what those mean uh and and make your decisions based on that read the news based on the player right read what people are saying because i've had times where doubtful and they play and they score three touchdowns so be sure that you know what that means take the time to learn
0: Yeah, and research it like right before the game starts, too. Like, I've seen players who are doubtful, and then news comes out right before the game, like, oh, no, he's good to go. But that doubtful thing still sitting there on my league.
1: Yeah. Uh, Did you have one?
0: Yeah, I was going to caveat on to yours. And I, oh, yeah, specifically if you have like a dynasty league or a keeper league, something like that use your ir slots if you have them we have Mm -hmm. a dynasty league and i'd say there's probably half our league that doesn't utilize those spots i go pick up players off waiver wire who are on ir if i don't have someone in my ir slot just so i could stash them for next year
1: it's worked out really well for you this year your team is very strong because of that
0: yeah i i had guys in there uh and i Mm -hmm. think devonta freeman
1: yeah yeah
0: i mean i I had a couple players on my bench who are also on IR, but that helped free up those spots, so I could yeah. keep that team.
1: <clears throat> yeah, that's really good advice. Um, next thing I wanted to talk about, a mistake that people make all the time, is when trading, they don't haggle their trades. Now, yeah. we've talked about trading before, Justin, in the fact that each player, their one goal should be to make their team stronger, right? Yes. But... Don't take the first offer sent to you, okay? Unless, unless, unless it's sending o- it. <laughs> unless it's overwhelmingly uh, positive in your direction. They're sending their minimum, right? Anytime you send somebody a trade, you should send them what you're, the minimum that you're willing to give up, right? They're trying to get the maximum back and then send the minimum out. That's the goal, right? So if somebody sends you a trade, haggle try and get more see if you can get a little bit more if they I, aren't willing to budge i then can't you tell can always fault.
0: the most frustrating thing for me is when i send people trades and i just get a no back i'm like yeah just a no like you're not interested in any of my players like let's work something out right. here
1: yeah haggle if you're in a dynasty league or even in some standard leagues people will trade draft picks right throw draft picks in there throw rookies in there throw an extra player in there grab an extra player from them whatever you have to do haggle on trades right it's a discussion
0: entire trade just because i got values for each one of my players there's no one that is necessarily oh i'm not trading this player away like he's off limits or oh my god don't don't value players overvalue players that are on your favorite team I see it all the time. People will be like, "Oh no, he's he's a Seahawk or he's a Forty Nine er." Like that's my favorite team. I'm not trading him, and that's just so frustrating. It's like, what? No, yeah, this is bad for your team. Don't do that.
1: Yeah, definitely. And I just noticed that my camera was like dangerously hanging onto the top of my monitor. <laughs> I tried to tell so you. It's, it's been shaking this whole time.
0: Yes, yes, it's much better now. It wasn't. Very, it wasn't too extreme, though.
1: Okay, I'm sorry if I just made anybody motion sick there. Um,
0: <laughs> no, you just so, made me normal sick.
1: Normal sick. <laughs> uh, uh, so the next, this one should be obvious, and it's don't procrastinate setting your lineup. Don't wait until well, games for us start usually right around 10 o'clock around the West Coast. Don't wait till 9:55 to look at your lineup. Yeah, you need to be looking at your lineup every. So I'm sorry if this is crass for anybody, but what I tell people when they say they don't have time for fantasy football is I say you, you you poop, right? Everybody goes to the bathroom. Look at your lineup on your phone when you're doing that. Okay. Like you, you have the, the four minutes it takes to just glance at your lineup. Any news pop up next to one of my players, anybody out, anybody injured, set your lineup as soon as that next week is getting ready to start. And then Look at it again the next day. Look at it again the next day, and then when you go five minutes before the game and just glance through one more time, you've already you're already aware of everything that's happening. It's just you're just reassuring yourself to the choices that you already made and spent time making. Don't make decisions five minutes before a game starts. It's it's not smart.
0: Uh, I forgot to. I was going to discuss one other thing, uh, which this reminded me of. Uh, on the last part again, <laughs> mm-hmm. when I was talking about, make sure you have a like do votes on your league uh, to change rules. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to trading, uh, I do not recommend voting to veto trades. Uh, oh, yeah. It destroys like people, people just vote to veto just to veto. A- yeah. And then, like, Let's say I'm playing Perry this week, and someone's trying to trade Julio Jones to him uh, for a player he has who's like out this week, but he's gonna be a good player, so it's still a fair trade. But I don't want Perry to have Julio Jones this week because I play him, so I'm gonna veto that trade. It has yeah. nothing to do with how fair the trade is. Or I, I've seen all the time where people be like, "That's not a fair trade," so they veto it because their perceived value of those players. But then it turns out it would have been like the opposite way in their value at the end of the season. You don't know the value of those players. You have to trust that those owners are making a decision based off of what they think is best for their team. Unless it's something ridiculous. Like I I heard someone uh, trading a player for a case of beer. No, no, go buy your own case of beer.
1: I, I, uh, Uh, the way we used to do that, right? We used to veto trades and it became exactly as you described it. We're vetoing because Justin's getting, it's a trade that involves Justin and Justin likes to talk a lot of trash, right? It's fun, right? It's, it, we already said it, talk trash, definitely talk trash. Do not, not talk trash, right? But people were like, well, Justin's going to talk trash. I'm going to veto his trades. And that was their form of trash talk that don't, okay. That's stupid. It ruins leagues. The way you should do it, or the way we do it, is Justin and I are co-commissioners in our league. Him and I look at a trade. We agree, okay, it, it's not egregious in any direction. It's not ridiculous. Send it off. Let it happen. Yep. Right? We we let our players make their own decisions. Even if I say, that's a dumb trade. I wouldn't do that. that that's not how I make the decision whether or not to let a trade through.
0: Absolutely, because then I might as well be managing every team in the league.
1: Exactly. Uh, the three years we've done it this way, I have never vetoed a trade, right? None of them are that egregious. You know, some of them don't make a whole lot of sense to me, but I let it go through. I let it happen. I let the players make their own decisions. I'm the, the only and time honest, I'd veto there, a, a
0: league, I don't think we've had a single complaint.
1: No, everybody's okay with it. The only time that we'd have an issue it, or that I would veto a trade is if it's obviously uh collusion right obviously two players are trying they're like trying to make one team stronger because they know oh, i'm out of the playoffs so here take this player yeah then i i would i would deny that trade but we've never had that issue nobody's ever tried to really do it we've never had to veto a trade and everybody's happy part with
0: it. of that is because we have a punishment for uh for last place in our league so right. you don't want to trade away a good player you have going into that loser's bracket because you don't want to get last place.
1: I know, right? Even if you know you're not going to make the playoffs, you're like, I need to go in as strong as possible because I do not want to win the Tebow. That's our last place trophy, the Tebow. Broncos fan, man. I hate Tim Tebow. Anyways, uh, I got two more. Justin, do you have any more?
0: Um, Go ahead with yours, Perry.
1: Okay. So one of my uh, one of them here is, do not drop a player because they're going to be out a couple weeks. I've seen it before uh, with Arian Foster in the pa- in the past. I think Arian Foster was reportedly going to miss four weeks. People overreacted, dropped Arian Foster, and I I yoinked him up, man. I took your Arian Foster. I sat him on my bench for four weeks. He came back and he was Arian Foster. So. While it's annoying to have that injured player sit on your bench for four weeks and take up a spot, don't overreact and drop a guy that you know is a very good player. It's a bad habit. You're not going to end up winning your league if you're making moves like that. If you really don't want him on the bench, I suppose you can try and trade him. But remember, at that point, you're trading him at his lowest possible value. So... I mean, it's part of the reason getting players getting injured uh, it sucks for everyone. So, yeah. Uh, and then, go ahead.
0: No, I was just going to say, yeah, I agree with you. Like, uh, you'll see that all the time. People try and trade a player once they've lost all value. I recently yeah. had a play a person talking to me about uh, trading Zeke. Uh, it was like a week ago. Uh, well, he is going to trade him to me. So, uh, so yes, nice. do it. Um, Yeah, (laughs) but he was like well I don't know if I want to trade him or not I think I'm going to wait till week three to trade him I'd already sent him an offer and he's like I think I'm gonna wait till week three until I trade him and I was like that's fine but if he hasn't signed a contract by week three I'm not going to send you the same trade
1: right the value goes down right Uh, it's it's true with any any trades I guess we could have brought this up before when we were trading and you want to trade away a player when his value is at the highest. So, you know, those players that blow up week 1, you just so happen to have that player on your bench and you don't expect them to continue to blow up, trade that player away, man. The value's so high on them. You're you're going to find somebody that's willing to take that player and give you something of much higher value season long. So, um, yeah, I traded Martavis a really Bryant
0: right after he blew up a few years ago for uh, Amari Cooper. Worked out well. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, and the last thing I had, it's a little complicated, uh, especially if you're new to fantasy. So, you know, just do your best to follow along here. And it, and it has to do with the flex position in your league. So the flex position uh, means that more than one uh, position can fill that roster spot. I know in our league, it's running back, wide receiver, and tight end. Uh, some leagues, it's just running back, wide receiver. Other leagues, it's running back, wide receiver, tight end, or quarterback, which just means it's a two-quarterback league. Um, but with, with the flex spot, because it's flexible, you don't want to have that spot filled by a player that's playing early. So you don't want that spot filled by, with a player that's playing on Thursday night. You don't want that spot filled by a player that's playing Sunday morning. Ideally, that spot is filled by a player that's playing later in the week because if anything were to happen, you have options on filling that spot because it's flexible. If your flex spot plays Thursday night right, and then you have a weird injury and you have to shift stuff around, that spot's already locked up and and that flexibility is gone. So just because it's a flex doesn't mean you can't put your number one wide receiver in that spot. If Tyreek Hill's playing uh, later in the week, if he's playing Monday night, throw him in your flex spot. That way you have that you have flexibility, right? It's it's embedded in the name. Does that make sense, Justin? Did I explain that okay?
0: Yeah, yeah, that makes. I I completely agree. I like I've been caught with with my pants down in that situation before, mm-hmm. uh, where I've put a player in uh, or had him in in my flex spot, and he played on Thursday, and he plays. So now he's locked into that spot and then my wide receiver got injured. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and well, shoot, I could have put him into that had him in that wide receiver spot.
1: Yeah. And, and then well and then you could fill that that injury spot back. With, with the running back with a yeah. t- something, right? Yeah. Yeah, so just just pay attention to stuff like that. That's that's why we talk about looking at your lineup throughout the whole week. Check it every day, check it twice a day. It only takes a minute, right? Uh do it while you're sitting on the, the bus on the way to work or do it while you're sitting on the couch watching Family Feud. All right. No nobody really needs to pay attention to Family Feud. So <laughs> uh yeah. Uh, so those those were all the mistakes I had so that I, people tend to make.
0: I got uh one one last one. Uh it doesn't apply in our, our league because we have limited ad drops, but uh stream positions, uh mm. kicker, defense. Uh, I, I brought this up to someone who is new to fantasy football recently, uh, and they asked me what streaming is. I had never heard mm-hmm. of this. Uh streaming's when you have a player that you can drop week to week and just play, pick up a new one off the waiver wire and plug and play each week.
1: Yeah, streaming defenses, man. I Yes. There are very, very few defenses that you start no matter what.
0: Yes, I, and I would. I, so I just explained this to someone. Let's say one of those elite defenses has a week five bye week. What's yeah. that person doing week five? Mm. If they drop that defense, you spent your last pick on a defense. You stream a defense for five weeks, and then you pick up their elite defense.
1: Yeah, uh, I, I don't. I mean, we've talked about it. We don't draft defenses. We don't draft kickers, and this is a big reason why. There are those defenses that. Man, they're good. They look very sexy. I want them. They're going to put average 12 points a week, 13 points a week. That's awesome out of your defense. But what am I going to do? Am I going to keep two defenses on my roster when I have a bye week? That feels bad. That means I'm dropping a skill position that I don't want to drop. So I don't I don't go pick up those defenses it's happened before with you Justin with the bears defense a few years ago where it just turned out
0: yeah. that they
1: were amazing I had the
0: bears and ravens and they were averaging both of them were averaging over 20 points a week it was ridiculous
1: right um but if you're just streaming and i guess we can talk about what streaming is it, it means you're you're picking up a new player or defense to fill that spot each week positions that get streamed are quarterbacks Tight ends, kickers, and defense, right? It's all the, the single you only keep one on your team for the most part. Um
0: because there's so many out there on the waiver wire who are valuable.
1: Right. You'll find that you'll find those teams, right? Every year there's those teams that are terrible. Yeah, it could be the Dolphins this year. I think they're probably the favorite to be really, really bad. Right. You want the defense that's playing against the Dolphins, right? Think think about it that way. It was the Browns for a long time. I, I people caught on to this gnarly adjustment. I was doing it for yeah. a while, and uh, I'm kind of bummed out that people caught on to it because I put my waivers in, waivers would go through, and then I go pick up the defense that was playing the Browns, and they put up you know 23 points, and it and it could be a, it could be a bad defense, but they're playing such a bad offense that hey man, it works out just fine.
0: Yeah, you get a pick six or something, you're good to go.
1: Pick six, you get five sacks, you know, like. Don't just ride your defense because, uh, well, I don't really want to put a lot of effort into it. Look at who they're playing, man. Yeah,
0: defenses are notoriously hard to predict. Uh, Mm. A lot of times you'll see a defense that's predicted to be a top five to be a complete bust. Uh, Yeah. And they're just a horrible defense. But offenses are usually pretty easy to predict. So Mm -hmm. instead of predicting a good defense Predict a bad offense and play that defense.
1: Yep. Yeah. Okay. That's everything I had for today. You got anything else?
0: No, that's it. Uh, But tomorrow we have real football, everyone. Yeah. That's happening.
1: Yes. And we'll be on Friday to talk about anything that happened Thursday.
0: Yeah. Uh, My fantasy uh, week one victory that I will already be doing my victory lap on doubt it uh as of thursday uh, so <laughs> doubt it do you have players playing uh yeah i mean i'm sure i do in in leagues in some league yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. i need to i need to look through and see i i, I get my leagues uh, my players mixed up in the league still just because it's still early i got to start figuring out who's on which league
1: yeah i i've gone through and started making sure I have defenses and kickers (laughs) in all my leagues because I don't draft them.
0: Yeah, I need to make sure that that I may not in one of my leagues.
1: In our joint league, we we have it. Don't worry, I already looked.
0: (laughs) Okay. um, Well, yeah, so so we'll see you guys
1: post-football. Before we stop here, everybody like, comments, subscribe on youtube please send it put us a like put a comment put a question we want questions we want feedback tell us what you want to hear about yeah we, we i mean I'm, I'm running out of ideas here guys so tell us what you want to hear tell us what you think is important i ran what out we like covered. two months ago so <laughs> uh but yeah next time you talk to us or hear from us we will be within the season the season will have yeah, been started you so. got
0: questions about your fantasy league post those we'll We'll answer your questions on here. Uh, so yeah. I keep getting people uh, who text me uh, or they'll message me questions about their fantasy league. I'm like, I I mean I'm a nice person, even though I like to talk a a lot of crap. Uh, but so I'll answer them, but post them on here as a comment. I'll I'll yeah. appreciate that.
1: Yeah, do it. We want to we want to help you. So help us help you.
0: <laughs> Show right. me the money.
1: jeremy mcguire everybody peace out